0: as always is back for episode 19 and we have a unique a special one today. Today we're just going to be rounding out what has been a great first year of you wouldn't get it with some of the best of moments of the year. So yeah, we're just doing a short little intro here. Easton, you got anything to say to the people? No, I mean it's
1: it's been a great 2020. We've got uh, some big plans in 2021, so definitely stay tuned. Um, got a lot of different directions we want to take the podcast. So, oh, yeah, be sure to keep listening every Wednesday. We'll be here in your ear. Um, and I hope you enjoy some of these clips of probably me embarrassing Christian. So,
0: yeah, no, if there's anything that we've learned in the debut year 2020, it's that both of us at many different times during recording can be certainly very rotten individuals and that's just if there's anything that i want you guys to know about us moving forward in this podcast is that we're unpredictable you never know what's going to come out of our mouths and you will learn that today if you are just joining with us and also this will be the first time ever that we do a full video episode of the podcast so enjoy that we'll post it all on youtube and with that guys Easton, unless you got anything stupid left to say, we'll lead you right into the rest of these clips. Yeah, nothing stupid left. Let's get after it. All right, guys, we will see you next time. I'm, I'm declaring this podcast as an anti-DJK Love podcast right now. I'm going out there and I'm doing it because he just doesn't get it. This guy <laughs> doesn't get it. <laughs> DJ K Love with his snap stories and whatever he wants to do, he doesn't get it, and I don't think he's ever gonna. So, okay. I didn't like where you were going. going. I, I
1: didn't like where you were going with that at first. I really didn't, but it, I can't disagree with you there. You're right. He the the guy doesn't get it all. He's all over the place. You know, you've got Nickelback, and then you've got, <laughs> you know, it, a salsa song and then you got screamo and then you're throwing you in amigos yeah yeah it's all over the place and you know some of the songs they're they do they do hit right but you've got to develop a, a mood when you're the dj you got to have some consistency and you're right it's I, again i thought it was going to go bad there for a second because i will not <laughs> tolerate pepe slander on this podcast great chips great queso great salsa they have great food
0: and then yeah obviously you know there's the Tuesday night festivities but and i, I ended up going with aftermath as my honorable mention oh. a great a great place downtown davpo really? kind of tucked away on a great street it's got all the lights and everything just to really adds to the atmosphere um but i it just Everything about Aftermath, I don't know what they call it, the the boat or the tray thing, whatever they call it, with all the different drinks or ciders you can get, just really puts it on a different level. And it's small, it's tucked away, it brews its own drinks, you can't go wrong with it. So that's, that's my flight, honorable mention. flight, Barzy. Yes, a get flight. It together. Thank you, thank you for the proper terminology. But I also want to say, if we were doing an honorable, honorable mention, um, North sides, just gotta throw it out there, man. It's uh, it's uh, atmosphere. If we were ranking it, a million atmosphere, a million food for the tots alone, ten. It just doesn't get much better than that. Blood, sweat, and tears on the dance floor, and uh, I mean, you give it. It's probably different when you're there and you're sober, but just gotta throw that in there. Honorable mention. And- honorable mention. For the listeners out there,
1: honestly, if you expected anything less out of Barbie right there, <laughs> you were mistaken. I mean, he's got horrible takes and he's just sometimes he can be a rotten he human. He sort of being. took your gig. I mean, he's, you know, I saw a video of him throwing back 200 Chick-fil-A nuggets, 50 Whoa. In-N-Out burgers. And, and, and you know, you you do that basically oh, any day of the week that's that's monday through friday yes. for you right that's so
0: normal day I, you me. know
1: i i do feel bad because i think you missed your opportunity there but <laughs>
0: well you hate to life see it you goes do, on right you do hate to see it and you live and you learn that's what they say um another now you reminded me another one of those channels that i used to watch a lot of growing up and maybe this just taught me my ways epic mealtime that was oh. I, I don't know if you ever saw that one oh, yeah oh yeah the absurd meals they're eating twenty, thirty thousand calorie meals and honestly I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they went on without having some kind of severe health issues, but hey, they did it. They made money. Good for them. Yeah, I mean, but, you're still doing it, right? So <laughs> there's a will there's a way man you can I'm find sorry. A way i'm, I'm being a little down. horrible today i'll tone yeah. it down a bit well hey and, and here's the thing man and to these viewers as they begin to follow along you'll realize very quickly that easton roadhouse is a rotten human being like he <laughs> he is bad news guys he is really bad news and you guys may you may think this is just just a shtick or something no this guy is legitimately got some issues and yeah. the channel that comes to mind I don't know if uh, you definitely knew this channel, but Fred, uh, the Fred. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, everyone knew Fred. I think he was maybe the first channel to a million subscribers. And that's a perfect example of a guy. And I think he was honestly one of the first examples of a guy who actually started to build a brand for himself because all of his well, videos yeah. played off the same theme of the super <laughs> high pitched kid who just did stupid shit well um, and he ended up
1: with a with a movie right uh, yeah, maybe and he was on iCarly, movies. and yeah. he was on
0: shows <laughs> yeah. it worked out for him and then he kind of dropped off the face of the earth once he grew up a little bit <laughs> but it was interesting to see that idea of a youtube brand extend out into i guess what you would call a real world
1: yeah well i think that's what's hard for so many people to like wrap their head around is because You know, we talked about PewDiePie and obviously, you know, you've got the the Twitch channel now where you've got gamers that, you know, bring in a ton of ton of people. But it's because, you know, they're seriously very talented at at whatever game they're playing and they're also good at producing content. But what's different with them and, and these YouTubers we talk about, like Fred, is some of the stuff, if you just simply said. Hey man, you know, you're going to be worth $500 million if you just talk like a pubescent kid and <laughs> and scream, you know, I guess what to, to most people is a bunch of hilarious, you know, little yeah. one-liners and make bizarre videos. And I mean, hey, I'm not here to knock it because the guy's set for life off doing that. Listen, and, and to all the listeners, I'm going to throw this out there. This is just food for thought. Take it for what it's worth. I'm not going to be able to prove this, but I got another conspiracy for you. Oh, I think that's... the reason that Barzi is so ruthlessly defending this is because he's part of this reptilian okay. society. See, oh, oh this, is,
0: now this is perfect. So this is perfect because on a little, another thing of research I did, there are three, and this was in the Lewandowski, um, his journal. So there are three hallmarks to a false conspiracy. And the third one, is evidence against the ins- the conspiracy actually being evidence for it? So, like me, I'm a human being. I'm as human that's as crazy. they come. So you're you're taking that and spinning the fact that because I am so human, that's gotta mean that I'm a reptile. And, and what's
1: what what'd you say this guy's name is that wrote this research article?
0: Um, Stephen or Stefan Lewandowski, I believe. So Mr. Lewandowski is also a part of the
1: reptilian yeah. society. He is, he is. He is sick, and in the it's the re- sick in the head. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's horrible, really is. isn't it? But it might be the truth. It just might be. Everyone out there who is like sold on this whole um, Bill Clinton being, you know, part of this pedophile ring and being best friends with Jeffrey Epstein, yada yada, which again, I'm not you know I'm not going to deny that outright because it could be true like they were really good friends and there were um newspaper articles of sightings of Bill Clinton on that island and a lot of the people that have accused um Jeffrey Epstein have also come out and accused Bill Clinton but a lot of these people are diehard Donald Trump supporters and he's just as good of friends with them everyone's yeah yeah. Everyone absolutely ignores the fact that they were yeah. pretty much equally as good friends. Yeah. And a lot of people don't oh, know yeah. that the Clintons and the Trumps were actually really good friends before they went head to head in politics. They were at each other's weddings, you know, at multiple parties together. Like if you're going to if you're going to die on a hill that Bill Clinton was a member of all this. That hill better include Donald Trump because it was it's literally almost the same exact situation. Like the accusations uh-huh. accusations, sorry, are that Bill Clinton was a really good friend of his. They were spotted multiple times together. They were you know, they took uh plane rides together, vacations trips, whatever. And Donald Trump's done all of the same things. Yes. Literally all of them. So <laughs>
0: That's yeah. a little side rant there, but no, I I love I'm gonna go off that. I love that you say that because my favorite people in the world on social media right now are the people who are like, you know what? Regardless of politics, I don't care who you are. If you're a pedophile, you're going down. I don't care who I support. Like no shit. No. All right,
1: last one here. Main event, main event, <laughs> and we brought
0: this one up a few times. <laughs> oh no. Francis Ngannou. God, yeah. I mean, he's going to be... Uh, that's... Now here's, I mean, I've here's been saying... Yeah, what's he the
1: mu- No, I think you're going to say it right now. I so was go just
0: going to say, like, I've been joking with the other guys that I may die. He literally killed me. I'm actually <laughs> dead. There's no coming back from this. Um, so just for that alone, to literally risk my life, risk the next hopefully whatever 60, 70 years, I'm going to have, it's going to be probably an amount that's going to set me up for the near future. A hundred thousand, a hundred thousand. I'd do it. Wow. I would, uh, I would actually even go
1: higher on that to be You'd honest. Go high. You.
0: Yeah. I, I'd because, say it's fair to go because listen,
1: there is almost a 100% chance. And like we said before, this is, you can't just like take a jab and fall and say you're done. You've got to legitimately put up a fight until you can't. Within 25 seconds, you are <laughs> completely out cold. Whether you're dead or alive, you're going to be out cold and you're yes. you're 100% right, there's a legitimate threat that you will die. That would be <laughs> one that I would maybe threaten the millions on. And I think that's the same with anyone really, like just this stuff is being taken out of context where people are taking little 30, 45 second clips of something that was said and posting it on the Internet, trying to get them canceled when it's like, OK, if you watch that whole episode, there might be a completely different message being conveyed than what was in that clip. Like They they might literally be saying the opposite of what what came out in that <laughs> yeah. clip, but just because you can capture those little moments and make someone look bad is such a weapon,
0: honestly. Look, man, you could easily, easily take this this episode out of context. You could easily exactly. find a portion of this episode and argue that we are defending everyone who's ever been canceled. That's absolutely not what we're doing. And we've said it many times throughout the episode. Um, there are people who deserve to be canceled in a lot of different instances. We're just talking about every other instance. And, and you could easily find a way to get us canceled. And you said it earlier. Maybe this is the episode that does us in. And you know what? If you're gonna try and cancel us, I got a couple (laughs)
1: words for you. Uh Uh-oh. Then do it then. Uh Try. Try to cancel us. See (laughs) what happens. Because it's not gonna. One last thing. And Kate, I'll be honest with you, a roommate of yours that I may or may not be in a relationship with (laughs) is just not into space. And it's it's been a huge Uh block. So so listen, (laughs) how do how do us three right here on this podcast? raise space awareness and get people to understand the importance of this do we need to do we start a movement is there a hashtag we can throw out there like it to me this is just so interesting that it's a disservice to people that that can't get into it
0: you know yes she is my roommate and i've tried to get my roommates in on the space talk they're not really about it but that's okay um Mm -hmm. but yeah we do need to raise i think if people let themselves go there like with their mind you know like read about it learn about it then like they uh, have they have to be interested they have to be but i think okay. it's just so easy to be like ah space cuz it is very complex like obviously i don't understand a single thing i'm just very like interested in it right and so yeah i guess we need a hashtag that's that's, ba- that's barzi a-
1: you're the calm major
0: here what uh, what are we doing how are we making this happen i would say we need to make space less intimidating. I would say that's the first thing we have to accomplish. Because like I was saying, I think the reason why space just kind of turns people off is because it's just a whole lot of nothingness and it's super intimidating. Um, So I think if we could just kind of bring space back down to earth a little bit, no pun intended. (laughs) Say
1: you're in your 60s, maybe 70s. What percent would scientists have to give you of a guarantee that if you're gonna go into that black hole, you're gonna pop out into a nice positive universe, and everything's just in hand. What percentage do they have to give you guarantee that you make it, that you hop on that ship and go?
0: Something. I'd say they give me a 50% guarantee, and I'd probably go. If Earth was where it's headed in 50 years, then I would definitely go. Because what's worse, dying of like in a radioactive bomb, or just sending yourself into a black hole, getting some gettified and then who cares? What I, I guess I don't know. Exactly. Be quick. I, I just kind of go back to hoping that techno- technology will just continue to advance to a point because you have to look over the past like, 50, 60 years where technology was and where it will be. Um, so I just hope by 50, 60 years down the road, this is obviously won't be solved with all the climate change issues because the earth is going to change. There's earth is ultimately going to be fine. It's going to be us that aren't fine. Mm-hmm. But I would say that if you can give me if you can give me a thirty percent chance, wow. I'm risking it all. Because I'm sixty-seven years old. I'm already at that point in my life where it's like, okay, like I've I've seen a lot, I've experienced a lot. I might as well just try something else out at this point. If it works out, it works out. Great. If it doesn't work out, I've already lived for sixty-five, seventy years. So that's where I'm at right now. I mean, I may even say if you can give me a twenty percent.
1: A big criticism this year was well, why doesn't LeBron James speak out against what what's going on in Hong Kong? Well, it could just be the fact that maybe LeBron James doesn't understand the situation yeah, he's not informed in on that. that well. and, and and you know, these are this is coming from the same people that hate when people throw their political opinions out without being super informed on the issues. Well, if he doesn't truly understand what's going on in Hong Kong, could he, you know, do additional research and then maybe make a statement? Sure, but what does he understand 100% what's going on in the communities he grew up in. So for him to speak out about that, you know, to me, that is, again, him using his voice to try and make a positive impact on something that he fully understands. For me to hear, there's been no valid argument as to why they want athletes to just shut up and not talk about it. Basically, like everything you just said is exactly what their argument should be which is just honesty. It's it, like I don't want to hear them talk about that opinion cuz it's different from mine and I don't like it. Other than that, like there's no other answer you can give. And to people listening that might be in that like spectrum and don't want to hear athletes talk about politics, just be honest. Like I I won't be as upset with you as if you just were lying about the whole situation of why you didn't want them to. Just say I don't agree with them, so I don't want to hear it. And then yeah. like you said earlier, then if you don't want to hear them, don't
0: watch. And don't Easton, you said it best, and, and we we all know it, but politics truly are a part of everything, and that's just what it comes down to. If you're one of those people who doesn't want to see politics and sports, I'd say, honestly, maybe just open yourself up a little bit. Try to understand what is going on in this country. Try to understand why it is that people are taking so much time and effort to make it known of the issues that are going on in this country. Because they are very valid issues and there are issues that are much, much, much more important than anything that is going on on the field or the court or anything like that. Can, hey, and, real quick,
1: can I say something? Just before we get going and get started on the details of this guy. Yeah, I'm saying this right here on the podcast that you wouldn't get it. I want it to, I want it to go viral. I want it to be a global known phenomenon. <laughs> Lock me in the octagon with this guy. I'm calling out Jacob Wall. I wow. want to fight with him. Five rounds. Five five-minute rounds. Let's do it, buddy. I want you back. Wow. Wow. Jacob you know, Wall, meet
0: me meet me at 190. I was just going to say, wait, do we think? Uh, do you know what height is? Do we have any idea of the height of this guy? You
1: because know what? I, let me pull this up right now. You, Jacob Wall, six foot, one inch.
0: Oh, okay. Weight
1: is unknown, but it's estimated to be in the 155 to 175 pound range. So Jacob Wool, I'll I'll do you a favor. I'll
0: meet you at 185, buddy. Next year, Madison Square Garden, find me. You are walking in a forest and you Uh find a black suitcase inside Uh it holds one million dollars and a piece of paper stained in blood with a single word yep. don't <laughs> so are you taking the suitcase or are you leaving it yeah i i've discussed
1: this one before as well and absolutely not absolutely not and i think you are a psychopath I'm... if you do because listen at, you know it says don't, and it's stained in blood. Yeah. So that's basically yeah. saying, like, that's how you, you get know, deep. you possessive. take this and you're dead. It, yes. You take this and you're dead. There's no other way around it. There's a reason it says that. No one's just giving away a million dollars. It's obviously a trap for someone to just snipe your head clean off. <laughs> that. So I I don't think that it just is not worth it to me. That is not worth it. A million dollars, sure, you'll... You know, you'll have a good lifestyle there for a while. Maybe you make some good investments and turn it into a career, but that's a risky option on that end, and it's even riskier in the fact that you're probably going to get your head taken clean off. So, no, I'm not touching that thing.
0: Or, or maybe, just maybe, it's some rich person trying to place some tomfoolery on you and just thinking, I'm going to mess with some people. First person who takes it, good for them. They took the risk. They win. Nothing's actually going to happen to them. Or, like you said, this is probably someone who's waiting to snipe your brains out. Or you're going to get, I mean, if this is best case scenario if this is an actual situation with this happening and whoever put it there is going to follow through. The best case, there's like demons and you're getting possessed. And other than worst case, you're dead right there, right then and there. So earlier in the day, and I guess I shouldn't say this is the first time we'd heard about it, but like on the internet, it had been starting to grow and you'd started to see some reports on it. But I mean, pandemic, like you you hear the word pandemic, epidemic, you're like, come on now, like that's that's not going to happen. We'll be fine. This is the modern world. Even if something did happen internationally, It's not going to come to the U.S., right? We'll we'll handle it. It'll be fine. So, spoiler alert, it was not fine.
1: You know, mixes in a few leg taps and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And he's also being noticeably flirty back to her. Yeah. So then Borat comes in, says there's a problem with the sound. There wasn't really a problem with the sound. She kicks Borat out, and then she pretends to be so embarrassed by it that they have to take a break. So they take a break, they go back um, into one of the hotel rooms, this was being shot in like a living room area of a suite, they go back into a room, and she is uh, taking his microphone off, so his microphone's obviously strung up the side of his suit, she takes it off, he pats her on her lower back and asks for her address and phone number, and then proceeds to lean back on the bed, and... He claims he was tucking his shirt in, but completely back, looks to do a tucking motion, but then keeps his hands down his pants, and, you know, everyone kind of knows what was coming next. They're about to be some dong action, I think. <laughs> and then Borat comes rushing in in an to absurd dress and says, take me instead. She's... <laughs> He Actually, his quote was, she's only 15. She's too old for you. It's a little little joke in the movie that when you watch it, you'll get it. But, I mean, just completely exposed Giuliani for basically actively pursuing, you know, some sort of sexual encounter with this girl. And, I mean, it was bad. Like, I, I watched it over again the second time. And I was like, that just looks so... So horrible on him. And this was the scene I was talking about earlier when I said there may actually not be a lawsuit, because while everyone would assume, yes, he's obviously pressing charges on them for, you know, maybe defamation or making him look bad in the public eye, whatever. I don't know that he wants to bring attention to this. I think he wants to let this get under the rug and hopefully die off rather than starting a lawsuit, which is going to keep it, you know, in the public eye for some time. I tried. I showed Christian before the episode. For all of you that are curious, of course, I got my morning coffee in. And today, since I knew I had to be extra sharp, I came with my uh, complimentary free medium iced coffee from Dunkin' Donuts every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, free medium iced coffee. You want to
0: show the camera that? We're not sponsored by Dunkin' or anything like that. (laughs)
1: We're not sponsored by Dunkin', but Medium iced coffee, free on Wednesdays if you get the Dunkin' app. But what I really did is I got sick, and I drank half of it, and then I took this here Kirkland cold brew Colombian coffee, and I poured the rest in there. So I had, I had myself... A lot <laughs> so, of
0: coffee going into this because the I brain be, waves were really buzzing. I yeah. wanted to be sharp. I wanted to get things going. I came across this. This isn't one of our categories, but I came across this chain when I was just doing some research to, you know, get my mind working a little bit. I just want to say that Skyline Chili is woated. It is the worst chain out there. I don't know if you've ever had it. I've had it two times, and it's just the worst experience ever. So I just wanted to get that out there. That's all. That's all I've got on that end. <laughs> Now let me uh,
1: <laughs> let me argue against that thought. Not that it's not horrible. I'll be honest. I haven't had it. I haven't really heard good things about it. But woted. Listen, when you talk about woted chains, you can't go too far before you run into Long John Silvers. <laughs> I mean, I haven't met one person Apple, who's gone to a Long John. Who in God's green earth? enjoys that place. Who wants to go there? I mean, fast food, seafood. That is the most horrible concept I have ever heard of. Ever. It's terrible. I would never go to a Long John Silver's. I think I've been once in my life when I was younger, and I'm pretty sure I threw up after. I'm not even (laughs) kidding. So again, there's no way that stuff is right to eat.
0: And that's that's another good take, because, like I said, I, I seriously, in all of my days, is, in all of my days, have never met anyone who not only just doesn't like Long John Silver or likes Long John Silver's, but I haven't met someone who's actually been to Long John Silver's. It's just so irrelevant. It's so irrelevant. And ready for, it yeah, ready for this? Yeah. Ready for this? And again,
1: you know, maybe not all the listeners know some of these people we name drop. I'm going to throw this out there, and this is going to surprise you. But I know of one person that walks <laughs> this earth Uh-oh. Uh-oh. that enjoys Long, Long John Silvers and is proud to frequently go. And wow, that person, proud.
0: That person is Josh Courier. Josh Courier. That's the least surprising thing you've say, ever seen. The number one for my Mexican chains was a pretty easy selection. The number two was also surprisingly pretty easy. Mm. Buckle up, Easton, because I'm not sure how you're gonna take this. Welcome to Mo's, baby. <laughs> For number two, I don't I I, I don't think you're a Moe's guy. I think you're actually a Mo's hater. I may be wrong, but let me just tell you something. Freshman year. Freshman year, I hated Moe's. Hated it because it was where we always stopped on our road trips uh, wherever we were playing. By senior year, it was like I fell into the trap. I wanted to go to most every stop of the way. I wanted it. The, the chips—they're they, just there's some about the chips, and then I don't even know what they're called. The the things they flip stacks. into a, the stacks. stacks, the stacks, man, the stacks. You, give it the numbers. And you know why out. I know that, Christian. Is
1: because you are just so ill informed and caught in your own thoughts. Moe's is also my number two. I'm a huge Moe's guy. Yes. I, don't know I, where I, you're, sure. I don't know where <laughs> you're getting this idea that I don't like Moe's. All the Moe's haters out there, I mean piss off. It is wonderful. Piss the the stack the stack is one of the, the best Mexican chain items you can get. Throw it on top of some chips. You can eat chips for days. They have a variety of salsas to choose from they yep. and you walk through the door to welcome to Moe's it's a staple you can't go wrong with it it's also my number two get your head on straight if you think I'm a right. Moe's hater you don't know what's going on but I'm glad I'm glad you are with me on that it you know and it comes with maturity Christian so maybe you came in you were immature your head wasn't on straight And you didn't like Moe's. But over time, we all grow up, right? And then you realize the gem that Moe's is. Now, I came in realizing that
0: right away. I've always loved Moe's. Always loved the stack. Massive argument after the breakup where I said some nasty things that I regret. And now she doesn't talk to me or want anything to do with me. When we are together, or when we were together, Danny introduced me to Game of Thrones and I got addicted to it unfortunately while abroad i wasn't able to watch it live and usually it would take a while to find a good stream if at all the internet out there was bad danny blocked me on every form of communication when we broke up but on the monday after season six premiered she unblocked me and i saw i had messages from her i was excited because i thought maybe she forgave me and we could move on But it was literally just every spoiler from the first episode. (laughs) Since then, she spoils the show for me every week. I tried to ask her to stop, but she blocks me immediately after she sends the message. I blocked her on WhatsApp, but she did it via Facebook. Then the next week, it was text. She even borrowed one of our four mutual friends' phones to do it, (laughs) and I fell for that our mutual friends are all closer to her and apparently hate me now because of what she's told them about me i can't watch it before she ruins it um, became because i have to wait till my girlfriend my ex-ex is home from work to watch with her i know i didn't treat her very well but i just want to watch my favorite show again is there anything i can get danny to stop or make peace so she won't won't ruin the show anymore (laughs) Wow, <laughs>